Welcome to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, motherhood, and faith for the Christian mom who wants to transition from worn out to winning as the mom and woman God called her to be. I'm your host, Dr. Latoya Wiggins, but please just call me Latoya. I just want to be your mommy friend and sister in Christ as I teach you how to no longer feel depleted, but how to develop healthy habits to be nourished, renewed, and rejuvenated with biblical principles that bring peace instead of self-pity. Now let's get nourished together. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to the very first official episode of the She is a Nourished Mom podcast. Today, we are going straight in, diving into what self-care means for a Christian mom, okay? So, self-care has been a buzzword these past few years, and oftentimes when people hear the word self-care, they think about getting their hair done, their nails done, going to get a massage. And even though those things feel good, they make us look good. When we look good, we feel good. Self-care is so much more than that, okay? So I'm going to tell you the definitions of self-care, my own definition, as well as the Oxford language definition. So the Oxford language definition of self-care is the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health. It is the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular, during a period of stress. Okay, so bottom line, self-care is taking care of yourself and doing what you need to do, that active role, doing what you need to do to be well, to be happy. So I am all for that. I don't know if you're all for that, but I sure am. <laughs> and then for me, I like to add my own definition, spin on that. And my definition, especially for a Christian mom, is self-care is about nourishing yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, socially, and spiritually. That spiritual piece is very big for Christian moms because oftentimes, Again, it's bad enough a lot of times people are focused on the hair done and nails done, but oftentimes different parts of self-care is neglected. And we need to be sure that we are nourishing all those important different parts of us so that we can operate as our best selves, you know, for not just ourselves, but so we can actually serve the people who we are called to serve, our children, our husbands, if you're married, if you're in a relationship and not married, your boyfriend, your significant other, your friends, your employees or employers, all those many different roles that we have, we are serving somebody and we have to operate as our best self, give them our best selves, not what's left of us. That's what I love. I love the saying, you can't serve from an empty cup. Nobody wants to feel depleted and still have to give, give, give. You truly feel like you have nothing else left to give when you're just operating on fumes and not fuel, right? So as Christian women, we need direction from our Heavenly Father on exactly what to do to care for ourselves, okay? Oftentimes we feel lost with self-care because it's like, I just don't know what to do <laughs> or I might know what to do. But I still feel stuck. I know what to do, but I'm stuck. Maybe you're stuck getting started, just pressing the start button and getting started to 
do something that is healthy for you, eating healthy or moving your body in a healthy way, a new workout routine, talking to God, having that good relationship with him, being in the word, maybe seeing a therapist if needed. There are so many different ways that we can nourish ourselves. And oftentimes we are not doing it for whatever reason. So we have to be sure that we are tackling all those different areas of self-care so we can truly operate as our best self, okay? If you are physically ill, it's going to end up stressing you out and you're gonna have further issues, some mental health issues. If you have mental health issues, it's going to affect your physical health. You're not tapping into your heavenly father, not stopping to receive what he wants you to do, how to care for yourself, how to care for his people, how to fulfill your purpose. You're just constantly living day to day, surviving, but not thriving, living a purposeless life. And we want to live purposeful, filled lives as Christian moms, okay? So self-care is biblical, okay? Oftentimes people say that self-care is selfish or especially as moms, sometimes we can feel like it's selfish. Even though we know it's important, we feel guilty for some reason or selfish when we're taking that little bit of time out. And I say little because oftentimes it is a little bit of time that we're taking out for ourselves and we still feel bad like we're doing something wrong. But self-care, mama, I am reassuring you that it is biblical, okay? It doesn't have the word, the Bible does not have the word self-care in there, but there are examples of self-care in the Bible. So I'm going to tell you just a few and afterwards, you can feel free to go in the show notes and download a nice whole sheet that I have created for you that has different um, scriptures on self-care, you know, those scriptures that encourage self-care. So it will be a good study guide for you or just something for you to just reflect on, maybe journal on, just to really reassure you that self-care is healthy for you, it's good for you, God wants it for you. So anyway, let me go ahead and just tell you some of my favorite self-care verses, okay? So we have Exodus 31 verses 16 through 17. I'm not going to read them word for word or I will have you here all day. <laughs> but this particular chapter and verses, it talks about the Israelites observing the Sabbath. The Lord wanted the Israelites to observe the, observe the Sabbath. And even it even talks about this being a sign. The Sabbath was a sign from God between him and the Israelites because he wanted them to rest. They came out of slavery, right? They came out of slavery. So it's no point in working like a slave any longer. <laughs> and it even mentions that the Lord did what? After working six days, he rested on the seventh day. So this is why the Sabbath is so important. We are supposed to rest. <laughs> even the Lord rested on the seventh day, okay? Exodus 18, verses 14 through 27. This is one of my favorite scriptures on self-care. And it talks about when this was pretty much worn out. These Israelites, they were stressing Moses out and he was talking to his father-in-law. And, you know, Moses was telling him all these things that he was doing. And his father-in-law said, this is not the right way to do things. You know, you're wearing yourself out. And he goes on to tell him, what to do to take that load off of him. Moses was just doing what he thought, well, he was doing what he was supposed to be doing, 
but he didn't get help to do it. You know, it's okay for us to get help. He was just wearing himself down, <laughs> getting fed up with those Israelites. And then after he took his father-in-law's advice on getting help, that took a load off of him. So that's one of my favorite scriptures. I didn't want to read it word from word. Cause like I said, it's from verses 14 to 27. So go ahead and read that. And again, it will be on the worksheet in the show notes. Okay. This a few scriptures, Luke chapter five, verse 16 and Mark chapter one, verse 35. Those are scriptures about Jesus getting away from the crowd or going away in solitude to just have his alone time with his heavenly father. Alone time, moms, I know that is something we struggle with, but alone time is very important. <laughs> One of the critical pieces of having alone time is to have that time with God, you know? And we'll talk about different techniques that we can do another time, because sometimes it's hard to get that alone time. Not even sometimes. A lot of times, <laughs> it's hard to get that alone time in with God. But it's different ways that we can still make time for God, whether we're alone or not, but it's still important to have that quiet time as well. So those are some good scriptures, just showing Jesus drawn away from the crowd to make sure he had that solitude, that alone time with his heavenly father. Okay. Oh, this is one of my favorite, which is right here. So Luke 10, 38 to 41. This is about Martha and Mary. It was Martha who was getting irritated with her sister, Mary, Martha. Um, so Jesus was at Martha and Mary's house and Martha was doing what a lot of us moms do, working, 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 working. And Mary was just sitting at the feet of Jesus. So Martha was mad at Mary because she wanted her sister to help, <laughs> but she was not helping. And even when I read that verse, sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, I can feel Martha's pain. But Jesus told her that she was focused on the wrong thing. Mary was doing the right thing, sitting at the feet of Jesus. And even as I'm saying this, listen, you are sitting at the feet of Jesus. Which one is more important at that moment? Sitting at his feet and taking in what he has to tell you, to teach you, or running around making sure the house is right and the food is right and everything else, you know, making sure that things are getting done pretty much. That's what we do as moms. We're making sure everything is getting done and what we're doing is more important and somebody should be helping us, which is true, but not all the time. We have to learn what's most important at certain times. Okay. So check that one out. Leak 10 verses 38 to 41. Okay. So again, those are just a few scriptures that encourage self-care. Definitely how I define self-care doing that spiritual nourishment. And there are other scriptures that talk about the mental health and physical health as well. And again, that will be on the worksheet in the show notes, okay? Now, self-care is important because when we are not nourishing ourselves in those different ways, the mental space, the physical space, social, spiritual, emotional, those health problems will arise if we don't take control and do what we need to do to take care of ourselves. Consistent stress, that's usually what happens first a lot of times. Consistent stress occurs and we end up very overwhelmed and burnt out or what I like to call it, the worn out woman. And consistent stress leads to a whole ton of other health problems. 
high blood pressure, diabetes, obesity, lack of attention and focus, a low sex drive, gut issues. So you can have some stomach aches, chest pains, muscle aches, <laughs> headaches, just a bunch of aches and pains. And it's funny because sometimes you may have an ache and pain and you're trying to figure out what you did. And oftentimes it's related to stress. You know, I know for me personally, that's one of the ways I experience stress. I will have neck and shoulder pain and didn't do anything to cause that pain. And I'll think about it. I'm like, I'm so stressed out right now. So those things do accumulate in our body in different ways. Okay. And there's so many other health issues that just arise when you're not taking good care of yourself. The depression, anxiety, I've suffered from that. I know a lot of moms who have suffered from depression and anxiety as well as many other health issues. So we have to be sure that we are nourishing ourselves in every way, mamas. And then back to the spiritual piece. Again, we if we're not spending time with God, we don't know what's in the word. So we know how to operate in life, how to take care of ourselves. We're gonna fail. You know, we have to be sure that we are getting good spiritual nourishment as well so we can actually do what is needed, focus on what God wants us to focus on, okay? And then if we are doing what we need to do, we can live with that peace and joy. We're not going to have perfect lives. No, nothing in life is perfect. We're not perfect. But we can have peace and joy in our lives, even during the bad times, okay? so. I want you to ask yourself, what is it that you can do to start practicing self-care? Or if you are practicing self-care, what's something that you want to start doing, something that you know you need to do to have better health, to nurture yourself in a better way, to be healthier, happier, operate as a better mom, a better wife, a better friend, as a better child of God. I want you to reflect on that, okay? And I want you to write it down or journal about it and just really think about what's one action step that you can take, whether you're starting it today, whether you're starting tomorrow, <laughs> next week. What's one action step that you can implement to up-level your self-care routine, up-level the way that you currently take care of yourself so that you can be a healthier mom, a happier mom, operate in more peace and joy in motherhood and in your life, okay? So with that being said, I want to go ahead and close us out in prayer. So Father God, I pray for the mama listening to me today here with me on the she is a nurse mom podcast i pray that she is practicing self-care and if she is not that you will lead her and guide her to exactly how you want her to take care of herself give her the direction the idea the vision to live a purpose-filled life that is pleasing to you show her what to do to take care of herself to take care of her children, to nourish any relationships that she may need to nourish, and just operate in a way that is pleasing to you. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So that is our time today, Mama. I pray that you have a blessed week, and I will see you in the next episode.
Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the She is the Nourish Mom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share with a mommy friend who needs to hear this message. Connect with me on social media at She is a Nourished Mom. And let me know your ahas and takeaways from this week's episode. Until next time, keep nourishing yourself, mama.